This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Youth Baseball Talk. Only on lineupmedia.fm. Now your host, Jim Cromer. Welcome to this week's edition of Youth Baseball Talk, brought to you by the Rope Trainer. As my friend John Smoltz says, everyone should have one from big leaguers to little leaguers, so make sure you check out theropetrainer.com today. Uh, I want to thank Earl Perrin, uh, the the mastermind behind the Rope Trainer. I know he'll tell you that how much he appreciates John Smoltz, and he'll tell you how much he appreciates all the work Chris Verna obviously did to help them um, you know, have a product that is you know, scientifically proven to be good for you and to help you. But the reality of it is Earl's, you know, the, the, the power behind the rope trainer, and he puts in a tremendous amount of work. His passion for what he does is second to none. I was, uh, as most of you know, uh, we were off for the holidays, and then I was at the ABCA, the, uh, the, the big event in Dallas, and got to obviously spend quite a bit of time with Earl Perrin down there. Um, I want to tell you guys, this show, I'm excited. I, I love to always recap ABCA. I love to do it. Um, I want to thank Justin Stone from EliteBaseball.tv for introducing me to ABCA many years ago. Basically, you know, I was with Justin in Chicago and, he, you know, learning from him as I do. And this was after he had become a part of the show. And, you know, he was I was picking his brain. And we were talking about the show and growing it and, and finding affiliates and, and finding, you know, partners and things like that and he's like you can do all this in, in one swoop and you can learn a lot by coming to ABCA and so I went that first year and I got to tell you you know I'm hooked on it it's such an interesting place if you love baseball um, there's all types of people there there's all types of uh, skill levels there's all types of uh, all types of people when it comes to this uh, Dallas did not disappoint and like I said, I want to thank Earl Perrin for his hospitality. I was able to have dinner with him one night down there, and we were able to brainstorm about the rope and where it's going, and I'm excited for them. I'm excited for, you know, the people that are on board with the rope trainer. Um, you know, that being said, the one thing, and, I, you know, the common theme here is is the being impressed by an event that is completely dedicated to allowing anybody that wants to be involved in this and wants to take it serious, I mean, as serious as you want to take it, the, the, the ability to assist them get better. Um, I am, like, always blown away when I walk into the exhibit room where all the vendors are at because you're starting, you know, every year you'll see the newest and greatest things. Um, some of them are things that, you know, like, like, let's face it, like uniforms and equipment and things like that. Okay, you always have new equipment, new uniforms, and that every year, and, and the technology and the things that go into that are, are constantly evolving as well. So those things are always exciting to see, like the flashy stuff, right? Um, a lot of vendors just do it right. Like, you know, they, there's no secret as to why they have big marketing teams and, and why they do this. But to be around the people that are involved in, in the growth of the game from a, um, from a performance standpoint is nothing short of amazing. Uh, you know, when you start talking about um, what, like, where the game is going from that standpoint, you have to have an open mind. 
And, you know, I say on here all the time that I know enough to be dangerous and I know enough to be dangerous thanks to the many people that have influenced me in this wonderful game of baseball. Um, and I, I don't know that I'll ever have the time, nor will I ever have the ability to be as good at this as a lot of these guys that I'm going to refer to today. But, you know, I got to tell you that I can't I, I can't look at this thing and not wonder if you're serious about doing this, okay, I can't, I can't understand why you wouldn't be interested in, at the very least, trying to find out where you're at in your, in your learning process and the way that you imply it or, or apply it to the way you teach. Because I can't, I can't help but notice that it's crazy what's going on out here. Um, I, let me start off by saying this. It was a fantastic event. There was so much going on that it's hard to even fathom it, right? Like the stuff that's really happening. But the truth of the matter is, um, if you attend an event like this and you try to, and you try to learn and get better, you're going to find yourself being a little bit overwhelmed as well. Now, the, the, the challenge for me and for everybody else probably is while I'm willing to learn and willing to get better, that sometimes there could be a lot of things that are way past my, uh, what's the, what's the word here? Um, way past my pay level, my pay grade, as far as really being able to understand what we're saying and really being on being able to, uh, which I think is always the hard part, being able to teach what we're learning, Right. But what happens is, is as, as they've gotten better, okay, as they've gotten better at all these things, uh, they're getting better at teaching us how to teach it, if that makes sense. And for me, I'm looking at it going, okay, if I really want to do this and I really want to get better, how in the world do I not only learn this, but then how do I use it to help the kids that I help? So you, there, there, there really is a, a certain amount of um, dedication from you as a coach if you want to do this. Now, I'm not naive. There's a ton of guys that go down there. Um, they probably go down there, and they're interested in all this kind of stuff. And I think even, even some people probably go down there, and they probably think, yeah, I'm really interested in this. And then they get down there, and some of the things that are going on, they probably sit around here and go, you know, that seems like an awful lot. And it's real easy to say, you know what, um, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and move on or I'm going to go ahead and just keep doing it the way I'm doing it only because it's challenging and hard, right? I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know that to be true. I don't ever barge in on people and ask them those types of questions of what the, what the, what the skinny is at the end. But the truth is, if you go down there and you pay attention and get around these guys that are making differences, it's not really hard to find where they're at. And, um, you know, I tell you guys all the time, I love doing this show. I love talking about baseball. And I know I'm not naive. I know there's probably quite a few people out there that are like, well, of course, it's Justin Stone. And But let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> there's a reason why. You know, and he was down there with a company called Burtech, who has developed a way to monitor, to, to measure ground force and how you're using it. It's an amazing device. It's not a cheap device, okay? 
but it's an amazing tool for teaching. Now, the problem is, is that, you know, not only is it an amazing tool, but like most things when it comes to baseball, now we have to figure out, okay, this tool now tells us this. Now, what do we do with it? Right. But that's where these guys, that's what separates these guys from the rest. Right. But when, when he's talking, and this is what amazes me, right? Like when I first started going there, the one thing I noticed was a lot of colleges, right? A lot of high school coaches. Um, I didn't see a ton of youth. But, I mean, it's so big. I mean, you were talking thousands of people. I mean, how do you see everybody, right? And then when you're looking at somebody and you're walking in a hall, you're not 100% sure who they are, but everybody kind of logos up, right? Like, you know, um, you wear your gear from whatever you're from. And so it's pretty easy to tell who the college guys are and who the high school guys are. Now you always have people with logos and things like that. So you don't know if it's a college, if it's a high school, if it's a, if it's a program, a travel club, whatever. Right. But, but they're all there. I promise you. I mean, we're talking 6,500 guys in one huge area. So when you really look at it and you start thinking about it, know this, I, I know Justin Stone talked about it last year. I noticed it last year. I'm here to tell you, Okay, that the one thing that Justin even mentioned on the show last year was he was he knew where this was going because he was seeing more and more pro teams there. Okay, and this year it was more it was even more and it was more on like more like like more people that are involved in this thing. And the breakout that went down with Justin Stone and Donald Ecker from the Cincinnati Reds and Jacob Cruz from the Pirates and you had Everson Baseball there who also works for the Colorado Rockies. You know, Houston was there. I mean, everybody focused on this one product that Justin Stone was 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 working with was amazing. Now, I being you know, being involved with Justin was able to be there for some conversations. And I gotta tell you, they're amazing to listen to these guys talk about hitting and where it's going. Now, I know a lot of people want to poo-poo it, and they want to push it aside, and they want to say, you know, this is ruining the game. And I said, no, it's not. It's not ruining the game. What it's doing is, is it's trying to help people. So I, I say this all the time. Is, are the pitchers not trying to get better? What is the one thing we've noticed? Pitchers, pitchers throw harder. They throw explosive pitches. They do all this, right? So if you're a hitter, you better figure it out. And that's what they're trying to do. Now, the interesting thing about the force, uh, the, the ground force thing is they can use it for everything they can tell you if you're you know from a from a pitching staff they can use it for anything right i mean it's a golf thing it's a you know it's it's all about how are you using this so you've got to have some understanding to to be involved in this you got to understand this folks you you cannot build a robot and do this there have to be athletic movements involved in what we're doing to get to where we need to go but the one thing that i thought was really encouraging that i heard that um I know that uh, uh, I've talked to Justin, and when he gets some time, he's about as busy as he's ever been. I'm going to have him on to do kind of a recap. But the one thing that I constantly heard was is that more than ever what we're hearing is is that some of these great tools, what they're doing now is they're showing us that not everybody can do the same thing. So we're going to have to attack everybody as an individual. Now, that movement has been up and down over the years, right? Like I've seen it come up and down, right? I've seen guys that have had a lot of success turning guys into robots. And then that's the hot guy. Like, I'm just talking about my little corner of the world, right? Like, um, a guy uh, turns a bunch of kids into robots, and those kids go out and have success. And then the next thing you know, how does this work? We all know, right? Well, who are, who's your kid hitting with? Or who, well, he's going here. And then you go there, and you think you're going to have to think. And, and, and that's fine. I hope you find success in whatever you do. But the truth of the matter is, 
what these guys are saying is is that they spend they've they what they realize more and more every day is they spent years banging their head against the wall with a kid telling him you know this is what we got to do and the kid just can't do it it's just not in his his movement patterns for his body and that's why you'll hear these guys say all the time that they can tell you to do a lot of these things but until you're physically able to do some of them it doesn't really matter uh, we don't want to hear that. Like, we want to solve everything with a lesson, right? Like, oh, I'm going to hit with this guy, or I'm going to throw with this guy, I'm going to do this. Nobody wants to hear, you know what you need to do? You need to get your ass in a gym for a couple years and, and just keep getting better, but you're going to need to get bigger, stronger, faster. You know? Or my good friend uh, Steve Springer, who spoke and told his story and, and gave his spiel about, you know, the changes he would like to see, which are always great. You know, he reminds everybody, you know, you can do all this stuff, but the reality of it is you better you better figure out a way to get bigger, stronger, faster. Because as a game, we di- we discount guys at such a young age because they're not bigger, stronger, faster. But if you're that kid and you're out there and you're hungry and you want to get better and you're one of these kids that's a tireless worker and you've got some athletic ability and if a, if a guy that coaches you or a guy that works with you would take the time to look at your – uh, potential versus where you're at today would have the balls to look at you and say, yeah, I can help you. But the reality of it is you got to help yourself too. You got to get bigger, stronger, faster, right? It's not easy to do. I've had to have that conversation with people, you know, it's never great. I mean, who wants to have that conversation, right? Nobody. But the truth of the matter is if you look at this thing and you try to figure this thing out, okay, I'm telling you, <laughs> If you want to get better, it's right there in front of you. The ABCA is something that I would encourage everybody to go to. Now, I, you know, I don't know what, to, if you're listening to this show, I, I don't know who I'm talking to at this moment, right? Like I might be talking to the guys that email me and send me messages through social media that are diehard in it to win it, this and that. I may be talking to a guy that's the same way wants to get better, doesn't have the resources to travel to these places and do this. But I'm going to tell you, ABCA has never made this easier to get better. They have a variety of things that they're doing. They're bringing coaches clinics to your area. They're barnstorming around. They have local guys in your community building building camps. So, you know, I got to tell you, the excuses of to not get better are over. Now, you can make an excuse to not go to ABCA. That's fine. You know, not everybody's going to travel to Dallas unless you're, you know, unless it's, part of your job really or it's or or you're that passionate about it they move it around right so you could catch one of like it's going back to nashville next year um you know it's been in indy it's it's been out west i mean it's you know they do a good job of moving this thing around to try to catch you if they can that being said you know getting going to clinics and going to the smaller ones and the barnstorming that they do there's no excuse to not do it but again, it's like, how serious do you want to take this? How good do you want to be at it? And for the guy out there that's listening to the show going, Jim, I'm a little league coach, man. You're listening to this. It tells me you want to get better and you're hungry for some information. It's out there, man. Go find it. But here's the thing. Here's my advice to you. Don't be scared of where the game's going. And I can talk about that from an honest point of view because I got to tell you, Okay, let me let me do my math here. Um, I'm gonna tell you that Friday at ABCA, I was nervous. Okay, no, I take that back. It was Thursday. 
I was really nervous. Because I got to tell you, man, I listened to some conversations that had my head spinning, and I'm sitting here going, man, I'm a guy that tries to stay up to date here, and they're talking about things I can't follow. But once you, once you get into it a little bit, once you start asking questions, you can find your way. Here's the beautiful thing about most of these guys. I can't speak for all of them. Every one of these guys to a man was sitting there handing out their emails saying, if you've got any questions, give me an email, man. I'm happy to help you. Guys they've never met before. These are guys that are working with Major League Baseball teams. Donald Eckers, the assistant hitting coach with Cincinnati Reds. Okay? Jacob Cruz with Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, some of these guys spend their time coordinating all this kind of stuff and building all this for the whole minor league system. Uh, some guys are at the big league level. They're out there handing out their email saying, if you got any questions, man, contact me. You know? I've said a hundred times over, there are some things we need to turn and run from. I can promise you this. If, if, if I'm talking to a guy that's supposed to care and supposed to want to work, well, I'm going to turn around and run if he's like, ah, yep, here you go. No, nah, I'm not here to help you. Well, then what are you here for? Everybody's got to make a buck. I get that. But, man, some of these guys are really passionate about this and really willing to help. And they're out there, and all you can do is find good people. You know, I, I think I'm really lucky to have a couple of those people on my show. You know, I'm very, I'm, you know, I, I, I realize every time I'm around Justin Stone how lucky I am that he brings a segment on here each and every week. I also realize how much everybody's missing out if they haven't subscribed to EliteBaseball.tv. I get it. You know, it, it's $99 a year. Uh, you got to be kidding me. You know, you can't spend $99 on a bat. $99 barely gets you two dozen baseballs anymore. It definitely doesn't get you catcher's equipment. It definitely doesn't get you a really good glove. It doesn't get you a really good bat. Most, uh, you know, for young kids, you can get a pair of cleats and maybe a cheap glove. Uniforms cost more $99. Let me tell you something. There's a whole lot that we're going to spend this in this game. We're going to spend a whole lot of money over time. Get you get Just get used to it. You've made that choice, and that's fine. I, great. Here's my thing. I promise you, if you really want to make a difference, there's your difference. Okay. Get EliteBaseball.tv and start from the beginning and start implementing that in what you do, whether you're a coach or a player or a, or a trainer. And I promise you, you'll be better. See, I'll make you that promise. I can't promise you that buying a $300 bat is going to make you a better hitter. I definitely can't promise you that buying a $300 glove is going to make you a better fielder. Okay? $100 cleats don't make you faster. Okay? Great catcher's equipment doesn't make you a great catcher. Okay. What helps you? Good coaches. Good trainers. They help a lot. I don't know about you guys, but the average lesson where I'm from is anywhere from $30 to $45 for 30 minutes. That's the average lesson. And if you want to go to one of the really good guys, it's $60 for 30 minutes. Okay? All right? And you might be in an area where it's $20. Okay, that's fine. Five lessons, $100. I promise you, $99, EliteBaseball.tv. I promise you.
I challenge anybody out there to buy it and come back to me and say, I got to tell you, I wasn't impressed. I challenge you to do that. It almost makes me want to approach Justin about a money-back guarantee because I'm telling you, I think you'll be floored at what's on there. And the reason I'm, I'm promoting this today is because it's what I learned at the ABCA. This is how you get better. I think we all have a clouded view of how we get better. But I've been doing this for a while, okay? And I think now as I grow and I look at this and I think, how do I get better as a coach? Well, I think that's how I get better. As a player, how do I get better? I think I have to implement that type of training regimen when it comes to the game of baseball and the actual playing of the game of baseball. But more than ever, more than ever, I got to take care of my business off the field. There's your recipe. Bigger, stronger, faster. Okay, and, and, and real instruction. Real instruction that you can understand. Real instruction that you can work with. Real instruction that can make you better no matter where you are, no matter who you are in this game of baseball. When I say who you are, I mean whether you're the coach, whether you're the player, whether you're the parent, or whether you're a, a trainer. And when I say trainer, trainer to me is if you're a hitting coach, if you're a pitching coach, okay, if you're an infield coach, if you're an outfield coach. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about trainer. I think bigger, stronger, faster, we all know who the guys are that do that, okay? I, it just I, – I think we dance around a lot of the times the reality of what it's really going to take to get things done. We do. We like to do that, Okay. I'm not doing that anymore. You know, I'm just not. I'm looking at this thing from my point of view, and I'm going to try to – I hate to use this word, but I'm going to try to not – I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say I'm going to dummy it down, but we got to simplify it a little bit to some degree. There's so much noise out there, right? we got to kind of sift through it. All right, so I'm going to make it real simple for you. You want, a, you want a recipe for success for your young player? You want a recipe success for a high school player? You want bigger, stronger, faster, bigger, stronger, faster, and get some real instruction that you can understand, that you can use, and that you can teach. So there you go. But 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 the products that are out there, the the where this thing is going, the use of technology, the use of science, uh, driveline baseball, uh, probably not a more popular booth down there. Everybody, you know, if you listen to this show. You know, you're probably familiar with social media. You're probably familiar with uh, Kyle Bode. You're probably familiar with Driveline. Let me tell you something. The, again, Justin Stone with Burtek, okay? Um, you got the K-Vest, Diamond Kinetics. You got all these types of things. Kyle Bode over at Driveline, okay? The difference is with these guys and some of the other things that are going on is so they sit here and do this stuff, and then they go and they push the envelope some more, Right? They're always asking questions. They're always trying to get better. They're always trying to figure out the, the why and the how. And then how does it apply? You're going to have to be willing to do that if you want to play this game at a really high level. Now you're probably sitting there going, well, Jim, how does this affect us? I mean, we're just a, you know, we're just a, 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 a little organization here. We're not going to, you know, I don't, I don't know how it affects you. I don't have a great answer. What I do know is, is that everybody wants something different. Everybody wants, but, but we all want something out of this game. 
right? There's a faction of people that play baseball, and they don't care about any of this, and all they want to do is play, and they, they care less. That's, there's zero wrong with that, folks. If you know people that are like that, if you're that guy that sits out there and rips on Little League Baseball because those kids are out there, quote-unquote, spinning their wheels, then shame on you. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay? Make no mistake about it, years and years ago, the great players came right out of there. Right? So when people ask me, they're like, well, then why do we need what we have now? Well, the reality of it is because it came along, and now you can't deny it. It's like the Babe Ruth argument. People say, well, well, you know, Babe Ruth is that. And I say all the time, I'm like, all they're doing now is trying to figure out why a guy like Babe Ruth was great. Why was Ken Griffey Jr. great? Well, let's break down what he did, right? So now with, and now with technology, they can take you or whoever and they can use ground force uh, measurements. They can use, K, you know, K-Vest that 3D image you and, 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 track every movement of your body and 3d motion and they can do they can use blast sensors and tell your path and and all you know hit tracks and measure your bat speed and just uh, they can take all this stuff and now they can apply it to you the player and say okay here's your numbers here's how we make you better great (laughs) what's wrong with that but if you don't want to do that and that's not in your your thing then okay but it doesn't mean that players won't come out of those leagues. It doesn't mean it. It just means that if you want to get better. See, that's the thing. See, there's the conscious choice. I want to get better. I'm going to go seek a way to get better. But do so knowing that nothing's guaranteed. Okay, that's fine, right? No issue there. Do so knowing that nothing's guaranteed. And if you do that, I think you're going to find yourself. I think you're going to find yourself in a situation where um, no matter what happens, you're not going to be sorry. Like anybody that approaches, like my, my, the saddest thing for me when it comes to all of this. And, and like, when you go there and you look around the room and you see all this kind of stuff, the saddest part for me is knowing this most sport sports aren't fair, right? They're not fair. We never talk about the fact that there's a large portion of people that are going to spend a bunch of money on baseball they're going to spend a bunch of time they're going to take a huge family commitment they're going to dedicate a lot of this to the game and it's going to kick them in the ass and there's a faction of those people that are going to look back and say what a waste of time well shame on you because that means you were unrealistic from the beginning okay and if somebody sold you snake oil and promised you anything then shame on them as well If you are going to do this and you're going to be involved in it, especially from a business standpoint or from a growth standpoint, and you can't be honest with somebody and tell them, look, we're going to do our best and we're going to need and and, and all we can do is do our best. And all we can ask from the player or the coach or depending what role you're in here, all we can ask is for you to do your best and then we'll just see what happens. You have to do that. But you have to do so knowing that there are no guarantees. So, you know, that's see, that's my. That's my thing with this whole deal. So there has to be some love in it, right? Okay? You know that whole saying, would you, you know, it's better to have loved and lost to have never loved at all? Well, same thing with baseball for me. I rather would have played, given it everything I've got, and tried to make it. And when you say make it, that, that's different for every kid. There's the problem. What is make it? Well, I've always looked at it like for my kid, okay, we have a good team. 
find a way to get on the field. Then you get into middle school, try to make the team, try to get in the lineup, try to stay in the lineup. Then we move on to high school, try to get on the team, okay? Try to move up to varsity, try to get in the lineup, try to stay on the, stay on the field. Same thing with your travel team if that's what you do. It's one thing to make a travel team. You know, there's a lot of, you know, there's money involved. So, you know, if you have talent, you're probably going to – but now find a way for them to play you all the time. Now find a way for you to be a guy, you know, that, that when – try to do the things that get discovered by whatever it is you're trying to do. If you're trying to go to college, if you're a pro prospect, whatever. It's all a process, and how do you get there? But if, you're, but if your road doesn't take you where you want it to go – are you really going to like be upset and mad that you dedicated time and passion to something and just you first, listen, I'm not telling you to be happy that you didn't get out of it, what you didn't get. Everybody can be disappointed, but you, what about what you, I mean, what about the, 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 the time that you did play? That's got to be good enough. And if you didn't enjoy it, then why, if, if it wasn't enough and you weren't enjoying it, then what were you doing? It's like the guys you stand next to saying, well, you know, if he gets a scholarship, it'll all be worth it. God, I want to smack those people. This can't be, this cannot be about that. Now, don't get me wrong. There's been a lot of people that have said those exact words and that's, and it's worked out for them. So great. But I promise you, there's a lot less. There's a lot, there's a lot more people. I'm sorry that it has not worked out for every year. You meet and talk to people that are like, man, this process just didn't work out for us like I thought it was going to the people that I find now the the big the big prospect type kids the people that I find that this works out for the most are the people that do it purely for love and the people that do it with realistic expectations what are those realistic expectations I'm going to use myself as the example Okay, I think my younger son is a pretty good player. I think he is what would be called, I believe this, and I think it's been conferred by the guys that I have taken him to. He is a tweener. He could probably play at some better, at some better baseball schools when it comes to the divisions. Um, I think that also applies to him at the junior college level. Junior college baseball gets completely overlooked. There is tremendous talent at the junior college level for a variety of reasons, which we've talked about on this show before. Guys that are top D1 players that can't get into school. Guys that are draftable that it doesn't work out for them after high school, but they think they need one more year, so they go to JUCO so they can get drafted after one year. Guys that guys that think they're going to get a lot better in two years, and they could have went to a low-level D1, but they think with two years they could go to a Power 5. There's a variety of reasons. Guys, a lot of transfer backs. Guys that were redshirted when they went to a Power 5 school and didn't like it, so they come back to a, a junior college because they can play right away. There's a variety of reasons why junior college baseball is really, really good. Now, just like everything else, there's, there's, there's all kinds of schools with different levels of baseball. Okay, Would I love for my son to go to Arkansas or Louisville or LSU or all that? Would he like to? I'm sure he would. But I don't know that that's realistic for him, and I also don't know that that's what's best for him. I had a conversation with a guy one day that said, well, so-and-so kind of likes him. What would he do if they offered him? And I said, I don't know that I'd let him go there. I don't see it. Well, what do you mean you're going to let him? And I'm like, well, I, 
ultimately I think you're, the kid has to be involved in the process, but we're talking about a young person that a lot of times no different than buying a car or buying a, a TV, you know, is going to get excited about something, right? And I don't want to kill the excitement, but sometimes you got to be realistic and you got to look at what's in your best interest. It takes real convert. See, that's my point. It takes real conversation from people that are really good at what they do. I've talked to Justin about this. I've talked to Rick Strickland in the past. I've talked to all the guys at all the programs that I've been associated with over the years. Okay. The hardest conversation that these guys have with players is when they have unrealistic, unrealistic expectations about where they can play baseball. Okay. That's a tough conversation. A lot of times the parents are involved in that too, which makes it even worse. The parent has some glasses on that thinks their kid's a better player than what they are. Not that they're a bad player, but they think, let's, let's just say, for example, they think they're on the level of a, of a top 64 team in the country. And the, and the guys that work with them every day say, I don't see it. And it isn't that you couldn't go on there and be embarrassed. The problem is I don't see you going there and being better than what they have. That's a big part of this. So then comes the conversation where a school says we're interested in them. So now they get the kid all riled up, and the kid wants to go there, and the, and, the, and the trainer, the guy that works with them every day, is sitting there going, that's not a good scenario for you. That's an even tougher conversation because the kid and the parent are probably sitting there going, then why are they recruiting them? And I'm not here to dog on colleges, but let me tell you something. You don't show up and there's 20 kids there, 15 kids. You show up, man, and there's 40, 50 kids there. Well, last time I checked, I can do math. Only not only eight play, and then you have pitchers, right? And in college, everybody's pretty much PO by then, right? Very few that I'm aware of, anyway, at the higher levels for sure. But the point is, okay, that's a lot of kids, and you start looking around, and I say it all the time: if you wind up being the guy, it was a great decision. <laughs> But if you're a really good player and there's two or three guys that play middle infield that are better than you, you're screwed. And maybe you should have listened to the guy that said, listen, you should go to this school and be a guy and play and keep getting better. But a lot of people feel like they got to go to this school or they want to tweet out that they committed to this school or put it on Facebook and put it on Instagram. I committed to this. You know, let me tell you something. Rule number one, be happy and confident with whatever decision you make. Anyway, I'm just telling you, if, if you really want to do this thing and you really want to get better, you know, my takeaway from ABCA this year is the technology and the science that are involved in helping kids, young kids, older kids, prep kids, college kids, pro guys – it's not stopping. It's it's just completely blowing up even more because technology is not going to stop. So either embrace it or denounce it. Do whatever you want to do. But you're going to live with the consequences of your actions, whether it be as a coach, a player, a parent, or a trainer. But it's there, folks. It's all there for you. And, again, I appreciate ABCA. I want to thank them for what they do. I want to thank them for – a tremendous event. I'm already looking forward to next year, which will be in Nashville, uh, you know, really centrally located here. Um, you know, I, I say it all the time. If you can get there, man, get there. And don't get there and walk around and hang out, man. Take a look at who's speaking and, and, and go attend some stuff. i tell you, my only problem with ABCA, to be quite honest with you, is they have so much going on that sometimes you got to pick and choose where you're going to go. 
because they're trying to like they are they have attacked the youth baseball they've attacked it they have a whole separate area and a whole separate list of people to come and speak about youth baseball so i'm telling you i I, i've i've looked at this whole thing and i can't i can't help but wonder where do we go from here you know where do we go from here so um very happy to be a part of ABCA and their growth and what they're doing. Very happy to be associated with Justin Stone. Very happy to be associated with the rope trainer. People that at this event did not like, did not do anything but enhance their standing, in my opinion. And there's, and believe me, great, like tons of other things that I'm not affiliated with, very impressed with, you know. I'm a big believer in driveline. I'm a big believer in, in hit tracks. I'm a big believer in diamond kinetics. I mean, companies I'm not involved with that I couldn't get enough of standing around watching what they were doing. You know what I mean? I mean, I could go on and on, but I mean, those are just some of them. But the products, you know, like Rawlings and Wilson and, and you know, the bat companies, they're always pushing the envelope, right? They're always trying to get better. They're always adding some, you know, Axe Bat is a booth that has grown every year because it's becoming more and more popular. And like anything else, all they needed was a guy to use it that it worked for. And now everybody's like, oh, well, it worked for him, so I'm going to try it. But, you know, all the places you can go play come there and set up, all the training aids, all the health things, all the products. It's just, you know, it's an amazing thing. And I think you guys would love it, and I'm impressed with it, and I can't say enough about it. Uh, let's hear now from uh, my good friend Justin Stone with EliteBaseball.tv. I'm telling you guys, uh, it's my recommendation today is if you want to start down a good path, go to EliteBaseball.tv and register. I'm telling you, it's second to none, folks. Take it away, my friend. Thanks, Jim. Justin Stone here from EliteBaseball.tv again, and happy holidays. As we get into the new year, now I'm starting to think about my preparations for – Spring training, the professional season, our guys are really ramping up their training from the professional standpoint. And I had a lot of different visitors come into our facility over the course of the last two or three weeks, which is awesome because I get guys from a ton of different organizations, both players and coaches, which, yeah, we learn from each other. They want to see some of the technology pieces and how they can incorporate that to their own training. But it gives me an opportunity to ask questions. And one of the things that's become very clear to me is how individualized hitting has become. No longer are you going to see a day where a bunch of people are in the cage doing the same thing at the collegiate or professional level, just filling time by doing drills. We all have drills that we like. We all have preferences that we think help players. But in reality, it's finding the individual differences that make up the unique player and finding what little pieces may help them. So one of the cool things that we have in our facility is the ability to test drills and find out their effectiveness for players. So a player with a certain mobility level in their upper body may require a drill that takes more stretch out of their core and we see faster turn speeds on our 3D analysis. Or somebody that has unilateral bias from one leg to the other. One leg is stronger and we want to use that leg and we test it on the force play. So we individualize their attack plan. And that's what we're going to be doing with our professional players both here in the offseason and into spring training. What is the attack plan per player? So the question comes to me is, what should I be doing with my nine or 10 year old son or daughter? And I said, the exact same thing. The great thing about the way we teach and a lot of the drills that we do is they don't change from when you're nine to when you're 29. The level of detail just might get a little greater as we get older and more advanced. 
but we do the same progressions with nine and 10 year olds based on their unique skill set or their mobility level and functional strength level. So it's the same type of idea and attack plan that goes for the individual basis. And this is precisely why we created the drill filter on EliteBaseball.tv. It gives you the opportunity to see the perceived flaw. Okay, I see that my son is rolling over consistently at the point of contact, but then it's gonna give you the why that is happening. Is this something that they lack functional strength in? Which you can get onto our site and say, we lack functional strength in the scapula, here's three things I can do. Or this is a mechanical issue that they have early torso rotation because they're not taking their hands back against their stride. It'll give you that precise information, tell you how to fix it, and then automatically upload three drills that are specific to you. So there you go. Now I have a nine-year-old that's doing the same sort of attack plan that I have my 29-year-olds doing. So that's the great thing about the site and as well as the way we base our teaching. It's about the unique individual. We're just not doing drills to fill time because we like certain drills. There are some that I really like that just aren't effective for certain players. There's some that I are non-traditional where I get players that misalign to high pitches and they continue to tilt underneath them and I tell them to swing straight down at my shins. Those are things that you have to do to address the individual needs of a player. Is that way I teach every player? Absolutely not. But that's what I need to do to get through to one particular player that may help him completely different from what I'm teaching the guy right next to him individualize your attack plan. Come to EliteBaseball.tv, you'll see some holiday specials coming around right now. Use that attack plan to get going in the start of 2019, and once again, happy holidays. Good stuff as always, and again, um, go to EliteBaseball.tv, register today, you will not be sorry. Um, looking forward to having Justin on a show here real soon too as well. Uh, let's go now to my good friend, Kurt McNabb, Dirtbag Baseball Nation, nobody does it better, as he represents my friends, Earl, Perrin, Chris Vernon, of course, the wonderful John Smoltz with his rope report brought to you by theropetrainer.com. Take it away, Kirk. Hey, hey, dirtbags. Kirk McNabb here with the rope report. And before we get going with it, happy new year. Happy new year to Jim uh, and the gang here at uh, Youth Baseball Talk. It's great to be back for another season with you guys doing the rope report here and uh, on Youth Baseball Talk. And, you know, to all our listeners and followers, hopefully you had a really great uh, Christmas, Happy New Year, the whole holiday season. Hopefully everybody was healthy and, and happy for anybody that went to uh, the ABCA convention this year. Hopefully it was a fantastic event down in Dallas. Saw lots of great postings, heard a lot of great stories from uh, people that we deal with and, and hear from uh, and parents reaching out and just saying great feedback. So uh, as always, that's another great show that just goes on all the time. Um, so Excellent to be back here, and uh, we're ready to roll. We're ready to roll, and we're ready to get after it in 2019. I'm not going to get into the standard stuff like, you know, you're talking about uh, goal setting and things like that. You, you know, no, I'm not going to go down that road. What I am going to talk about is a few things to be, uh, you know, positive about as far as players, coaches, and parents going into the 2019 season, as well as moving forward in your baseball journey, your life journey, all right? Um Let's start with the players, you know, it, come out and, and, and get back. I've been looking at posts. I've been, I've been following, doing a lot of research on the, on the time off here, things like that. And, and, you know, we got to get back to, to, to having fun. We, we talk about, you know, it is a grind and it is a lot of those fun things. And those are great buzzwords. And, and Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm at fault for using them as well or whatever. And that, and it's good. It, it kind of catches your attention and it's clicky and stuff like that. But, you know, like wise man say to is when we get older, you know, when it becomes work, when it feels like it's a job, 
you know, it's no longer fun. And it's true. And I, and I looked at myself reflected on that and man, I never look at going and training or talking or doing the rope report as a job. It is not a job. It is just fun. It is passion. It is who we are. It is who I am. And, and be that as a kid, be that as a player, uh, baseball, softball, it doesn't matter. Be that. Maintain that. Keep it fun. Do fun posts if you're going to do social media. Show it smiling. Show people, tell people how much you love doing what you're doing. Man, it's got to be fun. So be fun in 2019 and share it and be positive. Don't go down a negative road. Don't look at the negatives. Look at the positives and be positive and surround yourself with positive people. All right? Build that network. Whether your parents, your coaches, your trainers, your friends, your teachers, whatever that may be, make them be positive. If they're not positive, either get away from them or, or say positive stuff to them. Have fun with them and make it a game and be positive. Parents, parents for 2019, please, as this game evolves and, and the rat race gets more intensified and everything else, Understand you can help your child or you can destroy your child on a few different levels, okay? One being talking to coaches. When you're talking to coaches, don't trump up your son or daughter. Don't do that. Coaches hate that, okay? Coaches can't take that type of stuff. They don't want to hear that. They just want to see your child come out here and can they make my team better? Are they a good influence in my team? Are they going to be a good teammate? Are they a great player? Are they qualified to play at the level that you're trying out at? All right? But parents, understand, this is not an option. You have to remain quiet. Sit back, enjoy the journey because when you open your mouth and say the wrong things, it destroys your child's potential to make a team or be involved in a baseball community or sporting community or life community. Just let them, let them tell you why they're having fun doing what they're doing, why they like the coach or don't like the coach. Again, remain positive with them. Turn negatives into positives. Don't look at negatives and dwell on them and let them fester and build into larger negatives. No, stop. Step back, be quiet, open your ears and listen, and then keep a positive a positive or turn a negative into a positive, all right? That's your jobs. That's your objectives. Make it. And it's going to help with keeping you sane. Trust me on that. It will help with keeping you sane. And your coaches are ultimately going to like you about it a lot better as your co-parents. Your other parents and stuff like that are going to appreciate you and say, hey, you know what? He or she are just good people. I like going to the games and watching them and, and being able to talk to Mr. and Mrs. such and such. Okay? Coaches. Coaches. You have to remain positive too. Okay, you're volunteering your time in most cases. I mean, if you're not a college coach or you're not a, a high school coach or, or you know, if you're a youth coach, you're volunteering your time. Be positive about it. Maintain that. Surround yourself with other coaches that are going to be positive. So those hard work days or those hard family days, we all have them. When you, when you go through those, you're going to have somebody in your group, in your coaching group, staff, that's going to be that positive guy or, or help out. 
And he's going to flip that switch to make sure you're out there on practice or at a game or in a training session being positive. Being positive. Okay, again, turning negatives into positives and realizing, wow, life is good. Life is good, man. We get to play baseball. We get to coach baseball. We get to teach baseball. But we get to be around baseball. That's great, man. Remember how you felt as a kid playing this game. Remember how you felt. The emotion, the rush, the lows. Remember that and use that as knowledge and pay it forward. It starts with you paying it forward to yourself and then paying it forward to your players. All right? Or kids that you work with. All right? Be positive about it. Find the positives and no matter what the situation is. Okay? And make it a fun time. Make it an exciting time. Make it a great 2019. But make it an ongoing process in the journey of being a player in this game of baseball, a parent in this game of baseball, or a coach in this game of baseball. I guess, I mean, you could add in trainers as well. Be honest. Be positive with them. You know, just do it in a great way. Do it in a great way that makes sense, gains knowledge, and everybody's moving forward. All right? But we maintain the love and the passion and the drive and the excitement of what this game carries with it and should carry with it. It's a game. It is a game. To some of us, it is a job. But if it's such a negative job, then quit. You would quit another job. You would quit another job. You're doing it because you love baseball. At the end of the day, throw all that stuff aside. You love baseball. That's why you're wanting to... Be paid in some way, shape, or form, if you are being paid in this game, to continue being involved and being around baseball. So find the positive. Share. Share your positive. Share your stories with people. Why you love playing, coaching, or watching baseball. As you know, we do work with the rope trainer. Okay? And it is a positive group of people. We have a blast. We have fun. It is an excellent group to be with. That It allows Jim to be able to do youth baseball talk. Uh, it allows me to be able to do the rope report with you every week. Okay? So, you know, yes, I'm going to get my quick blast in there and that. But it's a positive blast because it's a great product. You know? So if you don't have a rope trainer, you need to go out there and you need to get at it. www.theropetrainer.com all right, dot the rope trainer.com and get yours. Tell them, tell them the dirt bag sent you. Okay, dirt bag five. Tell them that they sent you and go ahead and get cooked up or hooked up and get moving forward. All right, because it is a positive training tool. It is going to be a part. You see my social media, you see me use, and I don't blast it all the time because I don't have time to do that all the time. But it is a genuine part of my throwing program. All right, because it's a phenomenal tool. So go out there and get yourselves one if you don't already have one. If you do, keep be dedicated to it. Don't just put it in the bag and leave it there to collect dust. No, get it out there. Get after it. It's up to you to be the best you. It's up to you to be the best you, whether that's a player, whether that's a parent, whether that's a coach. And if you struggle with that, then by all means, you need to contact us here at info at dirtbagbaseballnation.com. Kirk McNabb, you know it. 
and I'll work you through it. I'll grind you through it. <laughs> there you go, the buzzword. I will push you and motivate you, but gain knowledge about why you want to be doing it and why you want to be doing it. Okay? All right, dirtbags, you know what time it is. What time? It's time to get up, get after it, and get dirty. And I'll see you guys all here next week. Tremendous stuff. Love it. Um, happy to be associated with Kirk McNabb, as I think he's a passionate guy that loves the game and does it for the right reasons and wants to get better. So happy to have him on board and, of course, our crew at uh, our crew over at uh, the Rope Trainer. Just tremendous people that I know are just getting better and doing what they do. Uh, happy to have all you guys a part of our show. Um, please stick with us this year as we continue to evolve and, and look at doing some other things. Uh, I want to remind you to check us out at youthbaseballtalk.com. Subscribe to the show there. That's our first ask. Uh, please don't forget to find us uh, on Facebook. That's our big push. Type in Youth Baseball Talk, like our page, follow it. Uh, when you see a pin post on there, if you guys would like it, if you guys would uh, share it and comment on it, we're trying to uh, get more people involved in the conversation. That's how we're going to do this. That's Youth Baseball Talk on Facebook. Um, Happy to be part of lineupmedia.fm, now home to the wonderful Yo Radio, the streaming platform that you guys are going to love. New stuff coming out with that as well that I worked on down there at Dallas to try to get some of the major influencers together to put together a good station that you guys can turn in, tune into at any time there and learn a little bit more about baseball and training as well. So good stuff coming there. Download that now. It is free in the mobile app store, so download it today. You guys are going to love it. Um, Again, to my partners, uh, theropetrainer.com. As John Smoltz says, everyone should have one from big leaguers to little leaguers. Check it out today. And, of course, EliteBaseball.tv. For all of them and myself here, I will plan on seeing you on the field. Tune in next week for another edition of Youth Baseball Talk. Subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to the show. Find us online at youthbaseballtalk.com, facebook.com slash youthbaseballtalk, or on Twitter at Podcast Baseball. Plus, check out all of our podcasts at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.